don't know if you guys seen John Morant the other day, man. That boy, nice. I'm telling you. He's going to take over as probably the best point guard in the league, man. Coming, man. I'm talking about within the next two, three years. If that. You know what I'm saying? Man, the shit that he pulled on Harden. Step back. Mm, uh, come here. He said, tell that motherfucker about me, man. That was... That motherfucker a legend, man, already, man. Shout out to John Morant, man. He gonna be something special in this league, man. Um, but, you know, on this on this episode, man, I just want to talk about some underrated players that people don't give credit to, man. Um, we always talk about, we always hear the names like LeBron, Durant, you know, shouts to them, you know what I'm saying? But they, there's other people, you know, there's other, there's other players in the league that don't get the do, that they, you know, they don't get the respect. So, uh... I just want to give you a couple guys, man. Definitely, let's start with Drew Holiday, man. A guy that, a guy that plays both sides, man, at an elite level, man. Just can score the, can score the ball, shoot the three, get to the basket, create for his teammates. Smart player, um, and a defensive wizard, man. I'm telling you, man. On ball, ain't too many motherfuckers getting by him while at least dropping thirty on that motherfucker at all, man. Like Drew is that nigga, man. He's that dude, man. Um, doesn't get the credit he deserves, and that's some bullshit, man, honestly, because I think people that know basketball knows that what Drew brings to the table, you know, and I can't stand when, you know, guys don't get the look that they deserve, you know what I'm saying? So Drew Holiday, man, is definitely one of them, man, definitely a real guy, a real dude as far as, as far as everything that you would want from a basketball player, man. Um, I would, you know... You know, I don't think I'm going too far when I say this, man, but I think he's like a, I think he's like a mini Kawhi. You know, a lot of people may look at me like, what the fuck? But if you just look at, at what both of them do and what they do for their team, um, like I said, on both ends at an elite level, man, you can't, you can't diminish what Drew Holiday brings to the table, man. So shout out to Drew, man. Um. Another player I want to get to is Marcus Smart. Listen, yes, I'm a diehard Celtic fan, so some of you guys might be like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Of course you're gonna put Marcus Smart in there. But nah, man, some real shit, man. He when you talk when you talk about a leader, when you talk about a guy that's gonna run through the wall for you, there's not too many guys in the league like that anymore. You know, he's kind of like that throwback 90s role player that you know what I'm saying? You know, he may not, you know, he may not put up the stats or whatever, but man, does he mean a lot to your team when he's on the court, man? And it, even in the locker room, man, I th- he's he hasn't been in trouble to, you know, from my knowledge. But you know, obviously he had that incident in college, but still, we don't know what that motherfucker in the, in the crowd said. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, from people that read the reports, we all know that you know, there's probably some suspect shit that that. That that fan said, you know, some racist dumb shit. Um, but no, man, I'm talking about Marcus Smart, man, it's just, you know, being able to defend one through five, man, it's just, you don't see that, you know what I'm saying? And I like Patrick Beverly a lot, you know, I like Patrick Beverly a lot, but when he was saying that shit about, you know, kind of implying that he's a better defender than Marcus Smart, I can't agree there. You know what I'm saying? I can't agree there, man. I'm, t- I'm talking about Marcus Smart is somebody that can guard one through five and not just guard it, but effectively. You know what I'm saying? Well, Pat, Pat's a great on-ball defender as well, but I, I would put him, obviously, defend the ones and twos. Um, I'm not going to put him on too many threes. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I might put on, I, I might put them on a couple threes on a couple possessions, but as far as as far as him being a better defender than Marcus Smart, I can't give that to you, Pat, man. But I love Pat as a player too, man. He, I should have put him on this list, but you know, I just think Marcus Smart brings a little bit more, you know, to the table. You know, and a lot of people may may disagree because you know they fucking hate us. They hate they hate the Celtics, and it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got the most championships, <clears throat> you know. Let me just rub that in real fast to all them Laker haters. Um, but uh, nah, man. Um, you know, I, I he definitely got better at his shot, man. I was always one to say, Marcus, don't shoot that shit, and then he goes and shoots it. But I mean, I don't know how his percentage is looking, but he definitely improved this season a lot, man. Uh, definitely battling some injuries, but. Other than that, man, Marcus is just what he needs to this team and to any team, really. If he was traded, I hope he doesn't. Danny, I hope you don't trade his ass. But God forbid you do. And I think he just fits in like a glove on any team. I think he's a culture changer. And, you know what I'm saying? I think he's any coach's dream. Um, You know, strong build. You know, his IQ is through the roof defensively, man. Even offensively, I think his offensive game is kind of underrated as well as far as um, being a decision maker. You know, not so much, you know, being a scorer um, or a great shooter, even though I just I just praised him for how great of a shooter he he's become. Not great, you know what I'm saying, but he's doing good. Um, but as a defensive mind, and just as a mind, you know, in just a, a basketball mind, you know, I think, I think it's overlooked, you know, um, so yeah, man, that, that's Marcus Smart, man, going to the next player, man, <clears throat> let's see, let's see, let's see, hmm, hmm, see, I got, I got a list of guys here, man, but I'm trying to give you like a top five, let me see. I got. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's one. I'm going to go with Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson, man, from the Philadelphia 76ers, man. Um, I don't really, I'm not too crazy about him because, you know, he's going up against my Celtics and it's frustrating. You know, having to deal with him, you know what I'm saying? But he's not, you know, he's not the first person you think of when you think of the Sixers. You know, people talk about, obviously, Ben Simmons, obviously, Joel Embiid. Um, but, you know, guys like Jay Rich don't get enough credit, man. Great defender. 6'7". Um, has a long wingspan. Can jump. You know, definitely improved his shot since he's, you know, since coming from Miami. Um, but he's become a good player, man. Some somebody that I wish the Celtics would grab. Uh, obviously, Philly won't give him up to us, but I think I think he's I think he's another coach's dream, man. Somebody that can play both ends of the court, man, uh, effectively. Somebody that you can't just you can't just you know leave him on a desert island on offense, man, because he can give, he can bring something to the table that you know a lot of people can't, you know, but. Good defender, really, really good defender, man. Really good on-ball defender, you know, with an improved jump shot. You know, um, pretty good handle, man. Honestly, man, pretty good handle. I think he played, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he played point guard at college. Um, So the handle is probably not too surprising. But 
good good basketball player, man. Just a really good player, man. Um, but you know, people don't give him fucking credit either, man. You know, you're too busy talking about Ben and and Joel and Bead, man. It's like, oh no, man. Jay Jay Rich is Jay Rich is a key part of that team, especially losing JJ Reddick. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's gonna hurt Philly a lot, man. That JJ Reddick loss, man. But um, people are so blinded by this Ben Simmons phenomenon. And let me go in on Ben Simmons real quick because I'm one of the people that are not too high on. Him, you know, I think he he's a good player. He's a good player. Can I say franchise player? See, people need to stop throwing that word franchise player around so loosely. I, for me, I think a franchise player is somebody that can bring you to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? Can can lead a team to a championship being the best player. And there's not too many guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Guys like that, you know, franchise players, in my opinion, LeBron, Durant, James Harden, Anthony Davis, uh, Luka, uh, I'm missing some guys. Steph Curry. Um, there's not too many guys. Oh, Giannis. Wow. Giannis, Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's it. I think everybody else is like more good. They're really good players. Like a Paul George, uh, Kyrie, Jimmy Butler. Those guys to me, those are good, 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 really good players. But I wouldn't call them franchise players. I, w- I wouldn't say that you can leave. They can lead a championship. They can lead a team to a championship. You know what I'm saying? Of course, some people may disagree with me, but eh, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, I, I don't see it. Um, man, speaking of Kyrie, what the fuck is going on over there in Brooklyn, man? Kyrie is a good player, man. And people may think that, you know, because I'm from Boston, that I'm a hater of Kyrie. And honestly, man, I'm one of those people that actually is not a hater of Kyrie, man. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer, big believer, and, and I've grown in this aspect over the years, man. I'm a big believer, and I think everybody should just, you know, live their life the way they want to live it. You know what I'm saying? If Kyrie wasn't comfortable here and he really wanted to go back home, you know, I can't fault him for that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and not only that, man, the man even, he already admitted to, you know, basically fucking things up in Boston and kind of taking, t- taking you know, his, his blame for it on, on what happened. Um, but there's a lot of Celtic uh, players that that um, that side with Kyrie and don't and don't blame everything on him. And for me, I I'm I'm kind of on that fence a little bit where it's like I don't I don't dislike Kyrie in any sense. I just look at it more like man, it didn't work out. It is what it is. We're doing better with Kemba. We're happy with Kemba, and let's move on. You know, let, let's quit you know, harping on the things that Kyrie did, you know, we kind of sound like a bitter ex that secretly want our girl back. So we try to bash her in every way that we can so that it can make us feel better for the breakup. Um, That's just my take on it. You know, I personally don't have anything against Kyrie. I still don't think he's a franchise player. I think he's a great player. You know, I think he is a great player, man. And, and, you know, um, you know, my my definition is a little bit different. You know, I, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm, I'm saying anything wrong. I don't feel like... I don't feel like... Hey, Kyrie's proving me right. <laughs> I mean, proving me wrong in any sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't think... He's not a franchise player. Um, but he's a really good player, man. And I don't want to take anything away from him. So, you know, I, I just had to clear that up, you know. You know, because I know everybody thinks that... Because I'm from Boston. Oh, man, of course, you're hating on Kyrie. Nah, man, I'm not. I'm really not. First of all, I'm not worried about Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
them motherfuckers are not a threat. And, you know, until they get KD back. And that's depending on how KD gets back. So, yeah, man, that I just had to go with my little, uh, my little soliloquy on, um, on Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Like Stephen A would say. Um, but, yeah, going back to this list, I'm going to have to go with Zach Levine. If you guys don't know, if you guys been living under a rock, this dude is a motherfucking bucket. I'm telling you. And the thing is, is that he's always had the talent. He's always had the talent. Even when he was in UCLA, he was always raw in UCLA. But when he got to Minnesota, I remember I remember people telling me, like, yo, what if we trade for him? You know, and, and I didn't really pay attention to him until people started bringing him up in trade rumors, you know, um, for... You know, and I really started paying attention to his game a lot more. And, man, even from – he had some incredible games when he was in Minnesota, man. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Sometimes I felt like he was the best player on that team, you know. You know, Cat is obviously the biggest draw, you know what I'm saying, because he was the number one pick. And now, obviously, Cat is the – you know, you know, I, I, obviously, ultimately, Cat is the best player on that team and was the best player on that team. But there was a stretch where – you know, Zach was doing his thing. I'm telling you, man, he was dropping 30, 40, you know what I'm saying? And and his game is just so smooth, man. It's smooth. It's it's just natural, man. He's a natural athlete, but a bucket getter, man. I'm telling you, you can shoot the three, can pull up for a jumper, has has underrated handle, honestly, man. Motherfucker got some moves. Obviously, we all know he can dunk on your ass. He can yam that shit on you. But also, man, you know... You know, I think he's an underrated passer. That's that, you know, that's just my opinion. But I think he's an underrated passer, man. I, I think he's, I think he's just a really, really good player. I think he's one of those players where he just, in, you know, being on a bad fucking team where your team ain't fucking helping you at all, and you're putting up numbers. You know, you filling up the stat sheet, but you ain't getting no help nowhere else. We, we all know players like that around every sport. You know what I'm saying? And Zach is special, man. That motherfucker is special, man. And, Honestly, I'll be disappointed if he don't make the All-Star this year. Um, so, you know, and that leads me to a, a possible another All-Star snub. And that's Spencer Dinwiddie from the Brooklyn Nets, man. Dinwiddie. This dude. If you're, uh, you, yo, if you love hoop, if you're a basketball junkie like me, you know Spencer Dinwiddie can hoop, man. I'm telling you. This boy can I, 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 I still don't know how the fuck Detroit let him go, man. I mean, then again, he was coming off the bench, kind of being a bench warmer um, in Detroit. So, I mean, if I'm being honest, I didn't see much in him either. That's just, you know, my ignorance probably. But, man, once he got to Brooklyn, man, and what he's doing now, man, I mean, I'm one of those people that wouldn't be, I won't be mad. I won't be mad if he makes the All-Star, man, because what he did in Kyrie's absence, man, you know, he did everything for that team, man. Boy, like, similar to Zach Levine, just not as explosive. Uh, great scorer. You know, I don't just use that word great, you know, a lot of times. But I think he's a really good scorer, man. Um, can handle the rock. You know, and underrated passer as well, like I said about Levine. But people don't give uh, Dinwiddie credit at all, man. You know, I think, I think he can start in this league, you know, there's a lot of motherfuckers in this league that are getting paid more than him. And it's like, man, get the fuck out of here. 
Yo, you want to talk about some crazy ass contracts? Let's talk about Sean. I mean, what is his name? See, that's the shit. I, I mean, that that's the thing. I don't even I don't even remember his motherfucking name. McDermott. McDermott from the fucking Pacers. What did he get? He he got something like three years. What this motherfucker get? Like three years, forty million or some shit like that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. How the fuck he get that? What the fuck has he done to get to, to, to deserve that money? Man, get the fuck out of here. It's people like Spencer Dinwiddie. It's people like Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're getting paid that much, but they should be getting paid more. Wait a minute. I think Levine, uh, he probably did get paid. He probably did get paid. I'm, I'm probably fucking up there. But I definitely know Dinwiddie deserves a payday. Definitely over fucking 40 million. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to give this motherfucking McDermott 40 million, there's a lot of motherfuckers in the league that deserve shit, 70, 75 million. McDermott don't even fucking start. He's not a starter anywhere. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to bash this dude, but yo, it is what it is. My fucking opinion. So what? You know, but Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie is a baller, man. And if there's any way that the Celtics could ever trade for him, you know, I listen, I know sometimes my Celtics, um, fandom gets in the way sometimes so you gotta excuse me a little bit um but i'm i'm a big fan of spencer dinwiddie man like i said if you really like if you really really love basketball man these guys that i just mentioned will are a treat to watch man are intriguing and just i think a coach's dream as well so another thing about dinwiddie his iq man what a smart player, man. Watching him, man, just dissect teams. And he got a little bit of a clutch gene in him, man. You know, and I, I think he's, I think clearly he's underrated. Clearly he's underrated. I mean, that's clearly the, the, the title of this episode, you know, players being underrated and shit like that. Spencer Dinwiddie is definitely one of them. So, you know, who, who did I go through? I went through, I said, Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Zach Levine. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Who else did I say? Damn. Who did I say? Listen, you know what? Since I forgot, I'm going to give you another guy. I'm going to give you another guy. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... I mean, he's, start, he's starting to get his credit now because he's putting on the all-star campaign right now. Bam, out of Bayou. From the Miami Heat, man. Big man. But this dude, man, I'm telling you, this dude is special. And I I, I know I say this I say this about a lot of guys and I get hyped up about a lot of guys, but that motherfucker is special. I'm talking about I think he's listed 6'10. I'm talking about, you know, 6'10 dude that can what surprised me is how how well he can handle the rock a little bit, man. He got some moves on him. You know, definitely got a little shimmy in him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, we all know that he was extremely athletic coming out of college, coming out of Kentucky. Um, but man, can defend, you know, crashes the glass. Like I said, handle the rock. But the thing is, what I like about him too, man, man, he runs the, he runs the floor so graceful, man. Looks like a gazelle out there, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I like watching Miami, man. I like watching the Miami Heat a lot because, you know, they got a team that I love how Pat built it. You know what I'm saying? If I wasn't a Celtic fan, anybody that knows me could tell you, man, I'd be a Miami Heat fan. I just, I'm obsessed with the culture, man. I, I love what Pat's brought there. I, I love how Pat built that team. 
tough team. You know, um, just mentally, man. I kind of compare them to the Patriots and how and how Bill runs runs the Patriots a little bit. Um, and, and not rings per se, even though Miami has one. But I'm talking about mentality, man. I think that's one of the most mentally toughest teams in the league year in and year out. And I think that's that's credit to Pat. That's definitely credit to Pat Riley. Um, but Bam, man, I think he's so underrated, man. I think he did, he definitely improved his jump shot. Definitely improved his jump shot. Plays both sides of the floor. Very exciting, you know what I'm saying? And 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 in an era where there's not too many big guys in the league. You know, that's effective like that, you know. You got about probably three, four. But Bam is definitely that guy coming, man. Good, 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 good player, man. Um, definitely check him out, man. So that's my list, man. That's my list on the on who I think is the most underrated players in the league. I'm sure I'm missing a lot more, but those are the first ones that come to mind, man. I'm kind of just doing this on the fly. Still trying to get used to this podcasting. Um you know, just basically gonna give my, you know, give my opinion on some, on some basketball knowledge or whatever, you know, and definitely gonna try to get some people on, and um, try to grow this thing, man. You know, see what the fuck, see what the fuck I can do with this. Um, so, yeah, man, I still don't have a name for the podcast. I come up with one, but uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening, man, and uh, have a blessed day.